my goodness, what an incredible opportunity and um, just how humbling it is, uh, how honored we are uh, to be a part of a great, great bowl game. Uh, the tremendous job that Brant and everybody uh, that's affiliated with the Armed Forces Bowl, what they do, and uh, and yet especially uh, just the meaning of this bowl that goes so far beyond uh, the game itself, and uh, and and to having an amazing sponsor with Lockheed Martin. So uh, to say that we are delighted and excited would be uh, would be an understatement. So uh, we are grateful to no end. Yes, Coach. Uh, this is John Werner at the Waco Tribune Herald. Um, obviously, y'all play a different style of game than a lot of teams. Uh, just can you talk a little bit about your running game and also what makes your defense so good? Yeah, John, we um, I, I mean, I think we we're, we clearly recognize that I think, you know, when you're at a service academy uh, that you have to do something different. And if um, if all the college football was underneath center running the I formation, uh, we'd be in the shotgun. <laughs> and uh, I think back even to the great Ben Martin, who coached here for quite some time uh, when everybody was running the football 50 years ago, he knew we needed to be throwing the football. And um, so that that's our reasoning uh, for our approach. Uh Certainly, we're going to face a really, really talented football team in Baylor. Uh, I do think it's astounding when you look at their program and what they've done here over the last, really the last 12 years um, with multiple, you know, it doesn't matter who the staff was. Uh, when you look at how many 10 plus win seasons, Cotton Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, multiple Sugar Bowls, playing for multiple conference championships, and winning Big 12 championships, and uh, and then certainly, and, and more specifically, that the talent that they have this year, uh, there's a reason why, it, you know, at a point in this season, they're ranked in the top 10 in the country. You know, to have the conference uh, freshman of the year, a really, really talented back, uh, to have an excellent quarterback, and and certainly the, the, the defensive lineman, I don't know if we've ever, ever played against a guy that was that capable uh, that they have up front. I mean, truly a guy that's going to make gobs of money <laughs> in the National Football League. Yeah, hey, Coach, this is Eric Kelly from the Fox Station in Waco. I'm curious, as a team that maybe plays in one of those, what would be considered, I guess, a mid-major conference, what do you guys enjoy about getting to play a team like the big – a team from the Big 12 in the postseason? Well, Eric, I mean, obviously a uh, a tremendous opponent, uh, not only this year, but kind of just as we shared there a little bit earlier. I mean, just an amazing program. I mean, you look what's happened, uh, the sheer transformation of their football program here over the last 12 years, you know, whether it's McLean Stadium, uh, just their investment in all their sports. And uh, it's um <laughs> we have a ton of humility, trust me, and in uh, an incredible amount of respect uh, for Baylor as a university and certainly as a football program. So for us to be able to encounter somebody like this for one game, uh, our guys, I mean, our guys realize uh, we're extremely fortunate to be in this situation. Hey there, Coach. Michael Haig with the Baylor Lariat. Uh, you kind of touched on the on the defensive front. 
and how talented they are. Have you looked much at Siaki Apuika? I know he was uh, a, a Utah guy. And just what kind of problems will he pose? Obviously, he's one of those guys that are primed for the NFL, like you said. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, there's there's simply no way to prepare for him. I mean, you're talking about a, about a guy that's 350 pounds, tremendous mobility. Uh, never, ever gets moved in any way, yet has skill, too. And I don't know, can we – maybe in our preparation, can we have two guys get in one uniform? I don't know if they can do that, but maybe we're going to have to get a little creative that way. Uh, small world, we actually have one of our players on our team uh, that went to the same high school. And, uh, I mean, what, what what a great football player. Hello, Coach. It's Alexa Bell Castro. Um, Baylor hasn't faced a triple option offense in quite some time. Do you think that will be your advantage in this game? Well, I, I don't think scheme ever is, Alexa. Um, just from the standpoint that, uh, God, they play in a tremendous league. I mean, you look at the Big 12 this year, really how strong uh, you know, Kansas State is, how good Kansas is, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, and absolutely, absolutely TCU. And um, uh, I've actually been able to see Baylor play about four different times this year, and uh, they will be a very, very difficult matchup for us. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, I mean, certainly you can't – we're going to have to do some things that are a little bit different, but you still have to be good fundamentally – and, uh, and I think that's really the strength of their football team and how will they block, how will they play blocks. Uh, yeah, well, first for Coach, why, why have you seen Baylor play so many times this year? Is that just coincidence or is there a reason you would have been watching them? You know, I, I think, Brent, um, part of it was uh, maybe the time of day that they played or when they play, like I know, playing Texas, playing TCU, uh, had a chance to watch pretty much uh, certainly the whole second half. Uh, we had a night game that evening, and uh, so uh, followed that game, and then I had a chance to watch them a number of times last season too. And I mean, their their talent level is extraordinary. I mean, there's a reason why they they're you know part of this year they were ranked in the top ten. Why last year, uh, especially down the stretch of the season, why they were in the top ten in the country, and uh, certainly how well they played in their bowl game in the Sugar Bowl, and how many of those guys returned too. And, and for Brant Ringler, uh, obviously Air Force has been to this game, you know, more than anybody else. But also when you look at the Mountain West, I mean, Air Force, this is the third Power Five team they've played in a bowl game in a row. Like what makes Air Force so attractive? Um, you know, not necessarily against other Mountain West teams, but just in general for a bowl game to get, because obviously the track record shows the bowl, bowl games do want to have them. Well, we feel like they always come fully prepared to have a great fan base. Uh, we know the team's going to always go play 60 minutes. Um, there's no quit in this team ever. Uh, coaches um, and, and the staff that they have uh, have always been phenomenal to work with. Everybody enjoys working with them. Uh, they just really make it easy easy for the bowl game um, to, to want them to come back and be involved over and over again. So we enjoy having Air Force. And obviously, as the Armed Forces build, uh, it makes it makes sense for us to always try to have a military academy in our game if we can. Been able, been, been fortunate twelve over the last sixteen years to make that happen. Uh, it just adds to the overall. Um, what we're trying to do is say thank you to our military, um, past, present, and future. And then one for Nathan Pine, real quick. Uh, this is four games in the Dallas Fort Worth area in the span of about thirteen or fourteen months. 
is that just kind of an ideal scenario for, you know, since every program does like to get games down there? Well, Brent, I'd say some of it's purposeful. We, we scheduled some games down there because Texas is such a recruiting hotbed for us, in addition to a, a large alumni footprint. So we try to get down there a little bit. Uh, obviously, the bowl games are somewhat out of our control, but uh, have been very pleased to uh, now be back-to-back -back years in the Metroplex. Is it almost... Are you bordering on overkill or will you always take games down there? Maybe lose Nate. The games in Texas uh, because we want to play down there. So I don't know that there can be overkill. Okay. Thank you. This one's for Troy. Uh, Parker Reem, I'm with the Fox station in, in Waco as well. Um, you guys are technically one in four in the five appearances you've had in the Armed Forces Bowl. What do you got have to do this time around? Uh, obviously, given the history of uh, not not the best track record, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's a credit to who we've played. Uh, we played some really, really good teams. Uh, you know, I go back to when we played Cal in 2007 and they had Deshaun Jackson. Uh, we played Cal in 2015. Uh, they had a quarterback that day that had a more, I mean, an an amazing day, probably as good a day as we ever had against Air Force. A guy named Jarrett Goff that I think ended up going fairly high in the NFL draft that uh, that year. We might have had a little bit of something to do with that. Uh, we, we've just played some really – Case Keenum, you know, of Houston, uh, obviously a really talented player. And uh, so by no means uh, do we have it easy this time around either. So that's why you get to play. Um, and like I said, that's why we're humbled to be able to play against a really, really good opponent and uh, and truly to be a part of an extraordinary bowl experience, but an outstanding bowl, too, led by uh, Brant and his staff. Um, you always talk about this great relationship you built with the seniors with the extra COVID year. Is playing such a well-known team like Baylor just the cherry on top to this season? <laughs> oh, I, I guess we'll find out here in about three <laughs> weeks or less than three weeks. I mean, Alexa, I mean, we've had uh, this has really been in a remarkable group, uh, not only for what they've been able to achieve on the football field, uh, but just the countless number of uh, <laughs> activities which they volunteer for i mean obviously that begins with the commitment that they've made to come to the united states air force academy and to go be leaders to go serve for our country as uh, as officers so that part of it uh if we get a chance to enjoy just a little bit of football it makes it even better we just know we have something that our guys our young men and young women do here at the academy that goes well beyond sports Hey, Coach. Uh, so I wanted to ask that it's not just that you guys are playing the uh, in a game against a Power Five team for the third time in four years, but it's a third different Power Five conference. What is what does it mean for this program to be able to play all these different conferences, these major schools like Baylor, to have had success to this level that you've been able to sustain for for so long? What does it mean to this program? Well, it is an opportunity, Danny. Um, you know, you look, uh, you're right. Uh, we've played against, you know, a couple of Pac-12 schools here in recent years. Uh, played against uh, last year, played against an ACC school in Louisville. And uh, played against a magnificent program from a, a tremendous conference from the Big 12 in, uh, in Baylor. And, 
we don't take, I'll tell you what's awesome about our young men and young women that are, that are part of our intercollegiate programs here. They take no game for granted. Uh, they're at a school where academically, many of them are taking, uh, they're either taking 18 or 21 semester hours. Goodness, it's aeronautical engineering. I'm more worried about how Brad Roberts is going to do an astronautical engineering uh, class that he has right now. Uh, certainly the summer endeavors that take them all over the world uh, that are really the preparation, the foundation uh, for the officership that uh, prepares them to, to serve as second lieutenants in our United States Air Force or the Space Force, too. So uh, football football might be the best part of their day, even if you only get to practice for about 85, 90 minutes. And, uh, and we're extremely fortunate to play a 13th game because of it. Hey, Troy, did you ever um, think about coaching at Baylor? It wasn't really anything ever thought about, Matt. Uh, I'll tell you, I have the utmost regard for the institution. Uh, just a remarkable school, not only academically, but truly the commitment that they have to the leadership and the character part of it. And that's why this it makes this game so unique, uh, just because you truly have two high-quality schools uh, that not only want to do a great job with the academic part of it, but just the personal growth that each student makes out of respective institutions. I, I have not thought about that, Matt, to answer your question. Coach, what all, if at all, do you know, or have you ever come in contact with uh, Dave Aranda? You know, not a lot, Eric. Uh, we just missed each other uh, when he was at Utah State meaning that uh, they were still in the Western Athletic Conference. It was prior to them uh, joining the Mountain West. Uh, and obviously, I've had great admiration for his work, uh, the work that he did at Hawaii, at Utah State, uh, at Wisconsin, at Louisiana State when they won the national championship, and the phenomenal job that he's done at Baylor, too. And uh, uh, great, great defensive mind, but more importantly, great, great coach. And uh, – somebody that's been highly accomplished. And uh, certainly that's why he's not only continued the amazing success they've had at Baylor, he's added to it. Yeah. I just want to circle back with coach on some calendar questions. Will graduation for the, the December grads fall before the bowl game? It will Brent. Uh, it's presently scheduled for Friday morning on December 16th. And um that's an amazing day uh, to be able to see uh, the young men, young women that are a part of that day or in their commission. So uh, we really, really look forward to getting to that day, but we got work to do. There's still, you know, there's still 10 days or so uh, until that day arrives. And then uh, with finals, um, what kind of what is the general practice schedule going to look like between now and the 22nd? Yeah, Brent, what we're going to do, we're actually going to send our guys home after their finals. I think anytime you take uh, four finals at the Air Force Academy, uh, finals that last for three and a half hours or up to three and a half hours, many of them, uh, I think it's important for our guys. They, they need a little bit of a break. And uh, uh, is, it, is it maybe taking a risk in the sense that you're passing up on some potential practice opportunities? It is. I just think they, as long as these semesters are here that begin about August 8th or 9th, uh, I think they need a few days. So that is going to be our plan as we go forward. So you'll send them home and then bring them back to the academy for some practices or will you just meet in Texas? 
we'll just meet directly in Dallas. And I mean, obviously, you know, the, the guys, we, we, we recruit the whole country. Our guys from our all five time zones, uh, we are big time fortunate to play in the DFW area again, just, you know, to have access to love field and DFW. And we'll do this. We'll do that this year. And will there be any complications with the early signing day falling right there as the bowl game is going on basically? Right before? Yeah, I think of course. I mean, it's a, I think it's a factor uh, for, for a number of schools, you know, those that even play, on December 17th. And, you know, my plan is for that prior week to be in the Texas area for recruiting and uh, now to actually finish in the DFW or there somewhere around December 15th, 16th, right in that time frame as the uh, contact period comes to a conclusion. 